The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There were two Hasidic Shabacharim that, due to a lot of personal challenges, had strayed very far off the path and their relationship with Hashem was very, very weak. Anyways, the two of them decided that they wanted to do some extreme excursions and they got on a plane to Anchorage, Alaska, and they found one of these little tiny touring companies that has these small little planes that took them far off the beaten track to some beautiful place with a lot of nature and amazing hiking. And they spent a few days there and had an incredible time. When it was time to come back, they found the little tiny airport that they had flown into. And again, they had to find a touring company to take them back to Anchorage. They had met some guy as they had toured, and the guy says to them, listen, you know, you can either take one of these touring companies and can charge you three, $400. I happen to have a little tiny plane. I'm a pilot. You know, one of these little Cessnas, and I'll take you for $200. You guys want to come along? They said, you know how to fly? He goes, yeah, I'm a pilot. I've been flying for who knows how long. I'm like, okay. They got this little tiny pilot plane, you know, and it's got one propeller in the front of it, and they take off and everything is fine. At some point, all of a sudden, they hit like a massive, massive area of clouds. They were thick in the clouds. And all of a sudden, they noticed that the pilot is slumped at the controls. He passed out, and they tried to revive him, and now they're stuck. Their plane is flying, zero visibility, and there's nobody flying the plane. <laughs> they try. Finally, one of the Chassid Shabuchim takes the, the headphones, the head off the pilot, he puts them on, and he says, you know, help anyone out there. And they say, it's not how you talk. Switch to this and this channel, and eventually they're connected with traffic control, you know, air traffic control, and they share. The pilot's passed out. They can't revive him. And the plane is, and they're, they're like, please hold a minute. And all of a sudden, a voice comes on. It says, hi, I'm emergency, you know, flight operator. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you? Do you guys have any flight experience? Have you ever handed the controls? They're like, no, we don't know anything. And he says to them, listen very, very carefully. I know exactly where you are. I've located you on the radar. I know your height. I know your speed. I know everything about you. I'm a very experienced pilot. I've been pl- flying for decades. I've also helped people out of very difficult situations. But I want you to know something. 90% of people that I try to assist don't make it. Their planes crash and they're never heard from again. That's because they panic. If you want to come out of this alive, there's only one way. You must listen to every single thing that I tell you. Even if it seems counterintuitive, even if it seems like you know, you're in big danger, if you follow me and you follow my voice, you'll be okay. And if not, I don't want to talk about what as if not. Are you up for the task? And one of them says, yes. He goes, okay. He tells him exactly how to sit down, put his hands on the controls and his feet on the routers, etc., etc. And he starts guiding him. He says, go down to this and this you know, altitude. Go to this and this speed and continue going. He says, just follow my voice, follow my directions, and you'll be okay. He says, I'm telling you, in about five minutes, all of a sudden, you're going to see a massive mountain looming in front of you, and you're going to think that you're going to hit it. Don't worry. Just follow exactly what I'm telling you, and you'll be okay. And sure enough, they're getting closer and closer to the mountain, and it looks like they're going to hit, and they're about to panic, and all of a sudden, he says, okay, pull the rudder back, just a drop. They barely clear the mountain. He says, I know what I'm doing. I know exactly the path that I'm taking you. I know the airport that I'm trying to get you guys to. It's an airport that you'll be able to land. And that's how they, they continue going. And the buffer's panicking and he's sweating. And God keeps telling him, just listen to my voice. Don't do anything rash. And the visibility is zero. And then there's turbulence and the plane starts being shaken back and forth. And they're panicking. Maybe we should speed up. And the guy says, just follow exactly what I'm telling you to do and you'll be okay. And as they get closer and closer to the airport, he says, okay, come down, come down. But they don't see anything. And it's just all cloud cover. And it's weather and there's terrible winds and they've never ever in their whole lives been this scared they they don't think they're going to make it and then eventually says okay take the rudder down a little bit more 200 feet 
150 feet, 100 feet, 50 feet, 25 feet. Okay, right now, pull up the, pull the lever back just to drop, and they wobble down, and all of a sudden they feel the two back wheels hitting runway, and they taxi to safety. And if they get to a certain point, they can see by now, they see that they made it, and he says, okay, turn off the engine, and the, this is how you get out of the plane, and he directs them out of the plane. The two of them hug each other. They're crying. They're, they can't believe it. And he says, listen, I'm happy I was able to, to help you. He says, I'm, you know, before they get off the plane, okay, you're on your own. Good luck. You know, make sure that you live life to its fullest. And the two of them, it's late at night at that point already, and they don't, can't really go anywhere. And they find the hotel. You know, they're going to fly back to Anch- from Anchorage, back to New York the next day. Late at night, I don't know, 11, 12 o'clock at night, there's a knock at their door. And like, who can we knock on the door? And they're like, who's there? And a voice says, it's me. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. And they recognized that voice. It was the voice that was over the headphones. It was the air traffic control guy. And they open up the door and they both fall on him and they hug him and they kiss him and they thank him and they say, you saved my life. You can't imagine what you did. He says, yes, I told you. You listen to my voice. I know exactly where you are. I know exactly your destination. All you have to do is follow instructions and you'll be okay. I want you to know something. You guys are the 10%. 90% don't make it. They thank him. They go back to New York. But for both of the fellows, it was the first step back to Al-Kharaj Baruch Because they need to understand something. Nobody told this to them. But in their heart of hearts, in their neshama of neshamas, they realized that that voice that knows exactly where you are, and that voice that's directing you and saying, don't be scared, just listen to me and you'll make it to safety. You'll make it to your destination. Is no difference than the voice of Al-Kharaj Baruch who says to a person, I know who you are. I know where you are. I know how you are. Follow my directives. Listen to my voice. And you'll see you'll be okay. And even if sometimes in life it seems counterintuitive, there's looming mountains and challenges and problems and issues. But I'm telling you, follow my voice. And you'll meet your destination. And you'll make it to safety. And then Taka one day, each and every one of us, there'll be a knocking at the door called Daidi Daifik. And we'll open up the door and we'll recognize that voice. And we'll realize that was the voice that had been guiding us. And that's why we made it to our destination. And that's why we made it towards Shlemus. These boys realized that that voice was an analogy for the Rabbi Nishalevim. They started listening to that voice. They found themselves back on the path, back on the journey, back on the way to the destination. In our lives, Rabbi Nishalevim talks to us many times, both through the words of the Torah's directives, and also just generally. If we listen to the voice, we can be the 10%. We can make it to safety. We can make it to our destination. Let's be mechazik ourselves. Let's open our ears. Let's open our eyes. Let's open our hearts and Be'ez Hashem, the Rebbein will be there for us at each and every step of our journey and we'll make it to the ultimate destination. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to Inspire.org.